right, so uh, y'all ready? Yeah. Got some bump and music for us, Figgy? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Burn one. Burn one. Okay. The tone on track, dog. Put your mind to flow. Okay. Who is this Gucci man? <laughs> is this the uh, uh, anniversary of Chicken Talk or something? What nah, this is random as hell, man. <laughs> I remember being in high school playing this. It, it really is kind of crazy when you think about how long Gucci really been around. Because we think of him as more of a modern rapper, but he's been in the game for like 10 plus years, dog. Yeah. It's crazy thing about Gucci was low-key my favorite rapper before Gunner and Baby and all of them came out. Like, I wow. really, really rocked a good head, yeah. I, and it was like the old Gucci, like the fat Gucci. That's the one I got really yeah. I'm just, I mean, I just listened to his autobiography uh, not too long ago. Mm. The autobiography of Gucci Man that he like released right when he got out of jail. It was pretty good. Like, I, yeah, I, I heard it I was like good. I like the old Gucci things, like the Gucci, old Gucci trap. Yeah. Gucci that was on drugs. I hate to say it, but that was my <laughs> <laughs> This Gucci right now, I, I mean, I, I support him. I like him. I wanted to keep going, but I, I do prefer And I didn't know that Gucci Man really brought, like, Thug and all those boys. I did not, I yeah. didn't know that he was the one that really brought all of them in. Oh yeah, like, like um, you should you should definitely check out the book. If, like listen to I don't know if you read or if you listen to audio books, but you should definitely check it out. It's like it's a great history lesson, honestly. And then um, like Migos, uh, Thug, and then of course comes Thug with Gunna. And then like it's mm-hmm. just a, a cycle. cycle. You, the chain is crazy. Yeah, you could arguably mm-hmm. look at all the Atlanta music and say it can't. It started with Gucci. Like yeah. you it really could, did though. You, you could even look at Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Because Nicki That's Minaj really was, yeah, he was, uh, Gucci was the one that kind of put Nicki in that spotlight a little bit. And then they went to Cash Money, uh, uh, Young Money, and the rest is history. So, yeah. That's great. Like, Gucci Man really, like, up there, like, as far as, like, a pioneer, like, somebody that really started off. A lot of these dudes that we talk about being, like, the best in the game now, Gucci Man is really the one that really brought them out the mud after, like, the yeah. dirt and brought them up. Mm-hmm. I, I when I was when I was putting that together, I was like, "What?" And I never noticed because Thug always wore the ten seventeen chain. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. like, and I didn't know that was associated that was with Gucci. And then I then I put it together. I was like, "Damn, this man really did it. Like he can really see out talent and like, you know what I'm saying?" Yeah. And I think that's kind of what people sleep on about Gucci too, man. I think that's what made his run different from, let's say, like the Houston rappers and the other down south, like the New Orleans movement. Where it's like he looked to put other people on, yeah. you know. Where everybody else, after a, a coast got big, it was like every man for themselves, you know. Yeah. And, but Gucci actually took pride in breaking a new artist and bringing new people in and keeping the Atlanta thing going for as long as he could. So, and the crazy sleep on that. The man. crazy part about it is he didn't. He talk about this all the time, but he didn't even get paid for it. It's not like yeah. he's making money off of these other artists. He literally had Migos. And he said, I can't really do nothing with y'all right now because of my situation. And he gave him the pretty much um which is Coach Coach K. I forgot uh which yeah. one of them he uh gave him to, but yeah, he gave them to Coach K. <laughs> That's crazy. And then, yeah. then 
they branch off, and now Migos bringing guys up. Yeah. And the thugs start YSL and got Gunna and Key, and and then Baby, even he went off with um, QC, and now Baby has 4PF, and he bringing guys up. Yeah. That's so it's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep it That's going, good, man. Though. That's good. Like it's not always. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like they associate the guys like that always with like violence and like putting guys down. They really like bringing guys up and giving guys an opportunity and a platform. A hundred percent, man. And, and speaking of the YSL influence, we of course have a uh, a new project to break down, and I'm glad we have a fellow gunner stand to uh, help break it down with. <laughs> but first, let's introduce the podcast as we always do. I know if you're listening, you probably don't know we have a very special guest joining us man uh of course figgy joins me as well as you lovely jasmine we holding it down as always and we have a great guest today very surprised guest um we've had former texans players on this show we've had cecil shorts wade smith stanford route but for our first time ever a monu- monumental occasion we have a current nfl player he plays for your houston texans you know him you love him he is the defensive end for the houston texans and also more importantly a gunner stand to help break down this podcast. That's way more important. project for us. <laughs> so Chief Charles Omenihu himself joins us, man. Give it up for him. Thanks, <laughs> Happy to have you, man. Thank you for joining us, man. Uh, and uh, we, we see following your timeline, you're a big, you're big into hip hop. And that's why we really, especially Figgy, uh, reached out to you, man. We want to get yeah. your take on this new thing, but uh, uh, first off, what we've been doing lately, whenever we have a guest, we've been checking in on them, uh, uh, seeing how they've been managing this whole quarantine thing. So how, how have you been, man? I know this thing has affected everybody, but uh, how is it, like, are you still getting your off-season workouts in, or how has it affected you personally, man? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, uh, at first, at the beginning, it was kind of difficult because um, we were kind of doing, like, garage workouts and things like that, and for me... I needed more of a gym kind of like uh, set up and things like that to where there's more weights involved and uh, can push more load and push myself more. So uh, good thing my trainer, Jeremy Hills, had got connections all over the city in Austin and connected me with somebody he used to work with that had a gym and kind of put his like, uh, his ego side on like look for the best for his client and got me into a gym. And ever since then, I've been going strong in the gym for like a month. Um, Still keeping precautionary, like, safety and things like that. Um, not in really big crowds when I'm working out. It's really just me and, the, and my trainer, to be honest, most of the time. Um, so I've been doing that, man. And it gets boring. And, you know, you get that itch to want to go do stuff. And I've, I've, I've done a little bit, but nothing, like, too crazy. Um, and if I do anything, I tell myself that I got to, like, then just quarantine myself for a week or so um, just to be safe because, like, me, especially in my profession, I can't get sick. Yeah. So yeah. that's like the thing that like is a no go. So, um, but I've been doing everything that I, I, you know, what I'm saying I can and and trying to trying to at least stay inside for the most part. I know uh, the younger guys out there that are probably listening, like, yo, it's hard to stay inside, <laughs> get bored after a while. But definitely just trying to do our best because I mean, it's a serious thing for sure. Yeah, Watson said, "Keep your ass in the house, man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you look like you was about house. to. You look like you was about to kick it during that time. <laughs> that, yeah, that's Big Brother though. So you know, he always got the best. Um, you know, what I'm saying thought for me and 
we got the same agent, so we always it's a close knit kind of thing with us. So uh, definitely took that that warning and, and stayed inside. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so we we've been asking this too uh, because you know they're opening up the state again. Things are starting to open up. At what point are you going to start to venture outside, man? Uh, I know it's probably harder for you being a younger dude. Me, I'm a homebody, so it wasn't a whole lot different. I will admit I went back to the gym this week. <laughs> Full wow. I had to risk it, man. I missed it too much. Wow. But uh, at what what point will you start to venture outside and be like, okay, maybe I could hit up a, a bar or a club or, or wherever you go to have fun and um. be okay? I'm giving it really a week, honestly. And if I do, I'm going in, th- in, in there with a mask. Okay. So 100% going in a mask. And, like, um, just I will be keeping, like, separation from people, honestly, like, trying to stay in my own little corner or something like that with my mask. And I got hand sanitizer on me at all times. Because, um, I mean, but I'm in Austin, it ain't. Like the crowd, you know what I'm saying, it ain't too, you know what I'm saying, too appealing. Just to want to step out like that. But small little gatherings I've done, um, I've I've been around. Um, but other than that, man, I'm trying to really just chill. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, what what about you, Figgy and Jazz? Are y'all gonna venture outside anytime <laughs> soon? No, and That's I'm doing. ashamed of you. Ashamed. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere yet. I'm not, I'm nervous about it. I just don't feel like yeah, it's man, I got to call you out. You went to a birthday party a couple weeks ago. Okay. Whoa. So don't, don't go. Wow. You went to a birthday party a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Within so, the so- social distancing rules. There under, was, there was under 10, 10 plus people there. There was nah, not 10 plus people it, there. Nah, y'all and, was in close quarters. And, I saw the picture. I know every single one of those people. You don't know all of the people that are at the gym. That don't mean they ain't got germs just because you know them. At least I can track them down. You don't know who you just touched. (laughs) So I'm glad we are, you know, Zooming these meetings in case you have to go 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 ahead and hate. It's cool. How was it at the Uh, gym, though? Like, what was the process getting in and all that? Where? What was it? I said, how was it at the gym when you went? Oh, uh, honestly, man, I went to a new one and I've been going later. So there's like nobody even there, really. Uh, they The only way to switch it up really is they give you a spray bottle and a couple towels. So you got to wipe everything down. I've been wearing gloves. Look, <laughs> I, it's like five people there when I go. OK, less than your birthday party, Jasmine. <laughs> So <laughs> don't don't be looking at me like I'm, I'm to blame because if you wanted to be open. invited, Ryan, it's okay. We can talk okay. about okay. it the next yeah. event. Yeah, and we weren't invited, but that's cool too. That's cool too. <laughs> so so anyway, let, let's get oh and Figgy, how how you been, man? How are you think holding up? Everything cool, man. I actually um went to Diablos to get some wings to go. Uh-oh. I just went in there to, to go. But when I tell you that place was so crowded and nobody had a mask in there, man, I was getting oh, excited. Uh, I was in Houston last week. Houston, they it's full blast. Yeah, yeah, they out here, man. I, like, yeah. I, I'm telling even, you, it looked like a regular night. Austin, <laughs> even in Austin, it was a club full gold, bro. People was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was 25 capacity. It was not it, bro. It looked like 100%. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and to be fair, the restaurant did have like signs and stuff saying "Don't sit here because of social distancing," but people wasn't paying attention. They was all like in one little crowd, 
I'm just I think like, people man. are starting to get tired of like just the whole thing, honestly. Yeah. I think people are really starting to get tired of it. They they really are, man. And, and like you said, like Houston is basically back to normal, I feel. <laughs> oh, Traffic's back. Traffic, yep. Everything's back open. And I don't think people are, are taking it as seriously as they did a month ago. But and then again, man, it's hard to keep everybody inside for three months, you know. At some point, people just going to risk it. And we just gonna yeah. see what happens, but uh, I mean, hope everybody and their loved ones are safe. You know, hope everybody's following the precautions and doing all the important stuff. But yeah, people are getting impatient, and it's uh, do, do do what you feel is right, I guess. But just True. don't infect nobody else. There ain't, there ain't gonna be a vaccine till twenty twenty one. So at the at the very least. So yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> uh, so so I guess we got to ask a little bit about the uh, uh, some some sports stuff before we get into music, man. So. As we know, it's been a lot of changes with the team, a lot of uh, moving around. So how do you feel personally about the, uh, the chances of your team going into the next year, man? How confident are you about how, how good y'all are right now? I mean, we got like we got a veteran team. We got a team that um, Coach uh, O'Brien and Jack used to be able to assemble that, you know what I'm saying, has guys that have experience, especially with this kind of, the way things are going to go and how short of a time period that you have to be prepared. So um, I feel like that's a good thing for us. And we got guys who are team guys and who are tough, smart, dependable, and just going to do what they need to do um, for the betterment of the team, to be honest. Good to hear, man. Good to hear. I'm sure mm -hmm. that's going to pump a lot of fans who, uh, who've been anxious lately. So we're looking forward to it, man. We need sports back, bro. Honestly, we, we need sports yeah. back. I <laughs> miss it. Both. This is supposed to be the hottest time of the year for NBA, and we didn't get nothing. So well, I'm very about upset. NBA might come back in July. I've heard that. Um, they're NBA talking about it. I've heard that. They're talking about late July. And, and here's the thing. I want to ask you all this, too. Uh, I, I know we miss sports, and we want basketball back. But if they end up playing the entire playoffs and the finals in an empty stadium at Disney World, <laughs> would y'all still respect the champion who won under them circumstances where you'd be like, man, I don't really count. How do y'all feel about this? Charles, how do you feel about that, man? I 100% respect it because if you do it with no fan, you basically off the the energy of the 15 or 12 guys, how many the NBA that's out on that court, bro? Like, yeah. And then you took, then you had this long time off, so the chemistry might be a little shaky. Uh, oh my, that, this might be the best of, this might be like the really the best of best. You know, some guys, get hyped and lit off of the, the crowd and all that stuff. And, and then this, and then you're really going to test, like, is you really, like, locked in? Like, are you really on it? Or is it, like, just the atmosphere that brings you up? You know what I'm saying? Because then people say big games, people play the, the, the best. And, like, some big games sometimes is because of the magnitude of the crowd and all the extra stuff. And if it's just you, the other team, a ball, refs, and the court, that I, I respect that the most. Okay. I, I, I would disagree, but I'm rolling with you since you're the professional athlete, so you would know more than me. Just personally, I, I feel like if you take away the pressure of, let's say, a free throw, you know, when you're walking up there and it's like practice, I'll respect that a little less than if you're going into a hostile environment and everybody booing you and, and you got to perform under pressure. But but you said the best, man. I can't argue with your perspective, so I feel what you're saying. I just hope the Rockets win it. If the Rockets win, I'll respect it. If anybody else does, I won't. I'll put it like LeBron. that. 
LeBron got to get his chips. You, you think LeBron going to take it? I know he is. I'm a LeBron fan through and through. Oh, okay. So that's why you respect. Okay, I get it. <laughs> I'm a LeBron fan through and through, man. Okay. We got to talk, okay. talk about that MJ dot too. Yes, we do. We do. We'll get finished. into that in a second. But now, like I said, we have a fellow gunner stand. So we're going to tag team y'all and, and bring these hot takes about this new project that came out. So let us get into the new releases this week. Uh, a big one for me. And of course, for Charles, uh, Gunner released his sophomore album. Uh, it's called Wanna. Uh, about what, like 18 tracks long? Um, 19. 19. Mm-hmm. And I've been waiting for it, man, personally, because I've turned into a Gunner stand as of late. I like him on features. Um, I didn't like Dripper Drown 2 that much, honestly. I want a and little more. Right. It was 18, my bad. You was right, 18. Okay. So uh, I wasn't a big fan of Dripper Drown too, but I liked him on the features he'd been on recently, man. He he killed the Young Thug feature, of course. He killed the Nav feature. I thought it was great on that. So I've been I've been waiting for this project, man. And he dropped it. And I, personally, I think it's good. But let me pass it to the fellow stand real quick and 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 see, Charles. What what was your take on this album when you first? Because you called it the album of the year before it came out. So you're and a little I, bit biased. It's not biased. <laughs> um, this man, I honestly, I give the album a 9.7 out of 10. Oh, wow. The reason why I don't give it 10 out of 10 is because I think he, I, I probably, I, I know, but I'm gonna say I think this man has other songs in his, in, in his back pocket that he's just chilling, that's fully done everything that he could have replaced Skybox and Wonder with because we've already heard Skybox and Wonder. So if he had put 18 brand new songs that nobody's heard, I would say 10 out of 10. Um, oh, but wow. also, shout out to Weezy, his producer. That man and Turbo, those two are sick. Like the beats, I don't even understand how you like get beats to sound like that. <laughs> like the, the, the guitars, the melody, the the trumpets the i don't know the water noises i don't bro it's to me it's different i've never there's no artist that has better beats than 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 when gunner gets on the track um but yeah the, when i heard the the album when it when i got it i, I listened to it I, mind you i've listened to the album nine times oh, wow. um yeah bro that's i i'm only gonna <laughs> listen to this album probably for the whole month of june to be honest oh, wow. <laughs> um but when I heard the album, I was literally in shock at like how this man can flow on those kind of beats and the words is like, it just flows like water. The melody, like it's just so smooth. And to me, it's just crazy. Like, I don't think I've, I've I don't, it's not that I don't think I know, I've never heard a guy really flow like that and be that smooth with it ever. Okay, so you listen to it nine times. That's probably more than all of us combined so far. <laughs> so, yeah, I a lot. What, what are your favorite songs on it on the uh, on the projects? Let me go look, get the names right. <laughs> you were you were bumping Argentina before the podcast started, so I know you're feeling yeah. that a lot. Really, Rockstar, Rockstar, Bikes and Chains, Nasty Girl on Camera, I'm on some, um, Do Better, uh, Far. Uh, Mother on the Way, Argentina. 
Listen, do better. <laughs> I've been waiting. So on my Instagram, I have a picture like when we played the Colts and I had a, a lyric that came off Do Better. I've been hearing this song, snippets of it, and I've been waiting for that song since October, really since the beginning of 2019. I love that's this interview long, so much. <laughs> I, that's, that's how long I've been waiting to hear that particular song. But really, bro, my I can't, like I was talking earlier before we got on, I really can't say which one's number one, but like the ones I named, those are like the ones like I'll have on repeat. For sure. And if I had to really just give you a number one, it's really between Do Better and, and Nancy Girl on camera. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask you, too, because I kind of feel like uh, with Deshaun being a big Young Thug fan, I was asking if y'all were like the official YSL team in the NFL <laughs> and y'all were getting these things early. And that's why you knew it was album of the year because you got the album earlier than everybody else. I listened to, I, I heard snippets of almost every song before it dropped and I would send it to my homeboys and be like, hey, this man is cooking up something that might like, I don't think anybody's gonna top. And like, I can't lie to you, when Baby dropped his album, I was like, yo, Lil Baby might be the best rapper in Atlanta right now. Oh, wow. And I was like, but let me not give him that till Gunna drops his album. Let me, let's wait. Cause Gunna's been talking about his album for almost a year. And like, he's been making people wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. And I know that's part of the pub and like, I see why he's waiting because he had the documentaries, he had all the videos, all that stuff. And um, when he finally dropped it, I was like, dude, there's no, it's no competition. Mm. It's, and then you, like you said, the features on, on Thugs, she bumped her head. That mm. song, his feature on that song is absolutely crazy. The feature with Nav is crazy. Yes. Um, He's doing it, bro. I, I agree wholeheartedly, man. Uh, but but let's let's get some other opinions as well. Figgy, uh, how you feel about this project, man? How how are you feeling it? I like the project, man. I can't lie to you. Um, Argentina, I feel like Argentina started off pretty good. Um, that's one of my favorite joints. Um, I like I like Gunner and Young Thug. I like that combo, man. <laughs> I don't know what it is about them, but when them two get on the track, man, it's it's straight up fire. I like every one of their songs <laughs> they did together. And um I like I like Rockstar Bikers and Chains. Yeah, I like bro. yeah, I like Nasty Girl on camera. And my favorite song on here is Top Floor with Travis Scott. To me, I I know we said it earlier, it sounds like hot, but man, that song fire, the beat is fire. <laughs> I don't Everything. know. Yeah, it's, that song is hard. I had that song on repeat. And it kind of got me thinking about the, the song Hot, which is on Young Thug's album. I feel like that might have been Gunna's song, and he might have gave that to Young Thug, because Gunna did come off on there first. Yeah. So maybe it was a song um, Gunna said, ah, nah, you can have this one <laughs> for your project. And, you know, I got the um, I got Top Floor with Scra uh, Travis Scott, so I'm going to keep that for my shit. So that's so that's low key smart because you know they be having these songs in the vault, bro. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, in the vault, they probably he probably had half of these songs back in like 2018. Man, <laughs> man, it, it's it sounds clean and crispy today, man. <laughs> but uh, overall, man, I thought this was a solid project, <laughs> man. Um, I, I just became a Gunner fan, and um, like you said, Charles, I think his uh, his voice 
I don't know. He he just got this smooth voice where he can right. he could just flow, man. Like it everything he sound cool every time you get on the track. It's not rough. So um no, not forced, nothing. Yeah. So um yeah, I I think this is a great project, man. I, I would I would give it a nine out of ten. Fair. Okay, okay. Why why nine out of ten though? Why not why not higher or why not ten out of ten? I think to me, honestly, uh, I think well, it's I said a, nine point seven, so I didn't give it. Yeah, I think, I think he should have cut it down to till about maybe twelve tracks. If it was a solid twelve mm-hmm. tracks, nah. I think it's too many tracks, <laughs> man. I think like what you gonna take off? <laughs> I don't know, man. I think if it was a strong twelve, strong twelve, maybe thirteen, I think you could give it a ten out of ten. If it was just straight up thirteen fire songs. I think you could give it 10 out of 10. Okay, okay, okay. I, I agree, but I, I'll wait till the end. So, Jasmine, you first. Uh, how do you feel about the project, girl? Um, I probably should have went last. I am not the biggest Gunna fan. Mm. So, Charles, you know, don't exit the video. Please stay with us. <laughs> um, oh, man. He, he's, I, I don't have anything against him, but... Um, when him and Lil Baby first came out, it took me a long time to get on to them, like to really like start like messing with them really heavy. I, Lil Baby has completely done a 360 for me. I love Lil Baby now, like I love his music. Gunna, I like Gunna. I love the, I think Biggie mentioned the um, Thugga and him combination all the time. I like, I like them together. I like Travis and them together. Um, I like how smooth he is, like I like, how he raps, it seems kind of effortlessly. What I don't like is that everything sounds the same to me. Um, every, and I mean, I know I get the formula. If it's not, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But the first four tracks sound exact. Like it, I just, it just, for me, it just sounded like I was listening to the same song the entire, the entire time. So, and then when we got to Dollars on My Head, that sounded exactly like Skybox to me, which I really like Skybox. And so, (laughs) (laughs) so I was just like, okay, you know, and then I knew we had you on, I knew you were a good fan. So I'm like, okay, let me go back. So I even went back and I was like, okay, let me listen to this again. And I was like, nah, like I listened to it at least a good three, four times, like, from beginning to like, at least from the beginning. And I was like, these songs still, like I still just out and about or just like moving around, washing dishes or whatever, this, this is one track to me. And then it started getting a little better for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then it started getting better for me. <laughs> um, I I did make it through the whole thing, but honestly, I, I'm not the biggest Gunna fan. Like everything just sounds so, so similar. So wow. it, it may mm. I may have to live with it a little longer and get at you later. But <laughs> right now, you know, I did think that the uh, the Travis Scott top floor was, of course, one of my favorites. With Travis uh, blindfold, I like. I don't know if I mentioned Lil Baby, but I like Lil Baby and Gunna's their combination, like them collabing together too. They 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 got a hit. Like they have a, a formula that they just not forget. But I don't know. I'm just. I think it's because. I can't understand what he's saying. Like okay. I like the I like how smooth he is, but I think I think it's because I don't know what he's saying. Like it flows okay. well, it sounds good, but I don't I don't know what he's talking about. And I think okay. that that's why I don't really like care for 
care for him as much. But so I like, think, huh? You saying like you don't understand the word? Like if you're listening to it, it's like you gotta be like. Oh, let me rewind that. What did you say? Yeah, exactly. you know how, yeah, like people say they can't understand future. I can understand future. I can't understand Gunner. Like, I can't understand what he's saying. Like, it takes, Young Thug too is one. Like, I have to really decipher what they're saying sometimes in order for me to get what they're talking about. And I know they're not the most conscious rappers, so everything ain't meant to be, you know, a lyrical breakdown. But if I can't understand you, that's a turn off for me. I'm one that likes this music because I, I know what's going on. Okay. I mean, I, I can't lie to you. At first, when I first started listening to Gunner, I couldn't understand what you were saying either. Like, it would be like, damn, what'd you say? And then I have to rewind it. But when I would rewind it and, like, really, like, I, if I'm here, I'm like, I'll be, like, so zoned out and, like, on what he's saying that I can hear everything he's saying. And that's why I'd be like, oh my God, this yeah, man's flow is, is, is like, it's, that's why I say he's so smooth because like I can hear what he's saying and it is hard. It is hard to understand what he's saying, mm-hmm. but like what he's saying is is like real, like it's slick talk. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's and, why, um, like, oh no, I'm sorry. Go no, you're good. You're good. Um, like, and when you say stuff, when you say that, like, I think about like in my my day, like when I love Lil Wayne and stuff. Like, you know, it may not like Gunner's voice is so much smoother. So it's, it's, it's a little harder, but like, you know, Lil Wayne, we use analogies or, or metaphors, things like that. And I would get it off top, but I think it's because I'm having a hard time even deciphering like what he, like his voice. So I gotta, I gotta get past his voice. And then I think it'll, I think, I think he'll do it for me eventually because I don't dislike him. There are some artists right now that I just can't even give them a list. Like I, I have to turn it off. Like I can listen to him. I just, I don't know what's going on. It's just a good beat. So you it's, so that's why you say he sounds the same because you feel like the yeah. beats are I feel the like same. The beats are, well, um, I feel like the beats are very similar. Like there are different elements, and like you said, that the hot song, like there are very songs of his that I know that I like, like hot. That these beats are exactly the same. Skybox when that single came out, I love Skybox, but then turn around and what is it? Track four sounds exactly like Skybox, or track five sounds exactly like Skybox. So it's so, like. When he dropped Skybox, I had to listen to it. Y'all are gonna laugh when I tell you how many times I listen to Skybox. <laughs> when he dropped Skybox, I think I listened to that thing fifteen times mm-hmm. on repeat to get what he was saying. But like, what draws me is the beat, and then the little thing I can't hear, I'm like, oh no, nah, this man's snapping. And then if you put on Skybox, I'll be able to wrap the whole thing from start to finish. See? And I envy that. I want to know what he's saying. <laughs> I want to know. I want to. I want to relate. Because I know he's good. Like you know, certain people aren't backing this man for him not mm-hmm. to be great. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you. Some artists, they you can tell they it's the hype at the time, or they got that one song. But gonna like, I, I, I sincerely feel that Young Thug. Anybody that Young Thug is behind got some talent to him. Because it mm-hmm. took me a long time to understand Young Thug's talent and his ear. And anybody that Young Thug is backing as hard as he is and other people that I respect are backing, you got to know that there's something there. Just because I ain't caught on don't mean that they're not great. Even Thug on No Debate on Nav's album, Thug's feature on No Debate makes that song, elevates that song to a whole nother level. Yeah. And I learned that whole, and I learned his whole feature to that song too. (laughs) Cause like, yo, like they all, him him and Thug, Gunna and Thug are like, their rappers are like when you hear what they're saying, you're like, "Damn, how did you, 
how could you how do you put words together like that so like you said effortlessly like how do you put those words together like that and let it ride and you're consistently like that yeah that's why like i'm like bro ain't nobody touching this man <laughs> I, I i i'm gonna go ahead and shoot uh jasmine a little bit of bail here uh because i i like the album a lot uh, but I did think upon like the first couple of listens, I think it sounds better in the whip. I think it sounds better with the sound system. Uh, I don't think it's great headphone music because I, I was bumping it in the gym. <laughs> Look, I tried, man. When I, when I first listened to this album, I was in the car and I was like, these beats sound incredible. I'm a big fan of Wheezy uh, and Turbo was doing his thing too. So I thought the beat sounded different enough to where, and like the bass is so deep and hits so hard that you need a subwoofer to really appreciate it. And when I listened to the rest of the album or, or went back and with my headphones in, I w- it wasn't as hard. Lyrically, still good, but just <laughs> may- maybe I-, I don't got the expensive headphones. I don't know, maybe I need the, uh, the no, super those Apple, Those Apple headphones. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, those I, I, was, I was listening to them this morning with these on. Okay. Still, it still gave me the same so spiritual lifting that it gave me <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, man. But but I, I feel like the bass hit so hard on this album. You gotta listen to it in the car or, or something with good subwoofers, man, because it's hard, at least for me, to consume it like and really appreciate the beats. Um, mm-hmm. but as far as what I thought of the album itself, I thought it was good. Um, like I said, I, I was disappointed by Dripper Drown 2. Um, I didn't think that was his best effort, but I I like this one a lot. I think he mixed it up enough to where it didn't sound like he was saying the same thing or rapping the same way on every track. Some of them, he was more melodic. Some, he came, you know, more rap. And and you're right about him lyrically, man. I think people sleep on him. You know, lyrically, he's very talented. Um, Standout tracks for me, man. I like the Lil Baby feature a lot. Um, And here's my thing about Lil Baby. I'm still not too big on him. You tripping. Uh, man, <laughs> I just don't get it, man, because man, I think it might be the hype because before I heard Lil Baby, I heard everybody talking about him like he was the best rapper in the game right now. So I go and listen to the songs where they say he's so good on it. And of course, I like the, the song with Drake. But um, as far as his own projects, I didn't hear it. I thought Gunna did what he did, but a lot better. Yeah. So I, I I didn't see the hype behind Lil Baby, but I do like when Lil Baby and Gunna do a track together. I think they comp- complement each other very well. So I like that track a lot, man, even though, I, like I said, I'm not the biggest Lil Baby fan. Um, I got a criticism about Met Gala. Okay, I like the song Met Gala, but rappers got to be a little more creative in how they name their tracks. <laughs> because we already got a song called Met Gala with Offset and Gucci Mane, that it is a great song that we still play and remember to this day. I ain't peep that one. Wait, wait, wait. So you don't remember this song? Matt no, Gallo? I do. I love that song, but yeah. But Rocket, they don't have another Matt Gala. It's okay. Uh, look, <laughs> I know everybody loved a Matt Gala, but I don't want two songs within years of each other named Matt Gala. I feel, I feel like that's a little bit lazy. And and Gunna knows there was a song called Met Gala before. He didn't have to name this Met Gala. But small True. complaint, small complaint. <laughs> uh, other things about this album, man. I agree, I agree with Figgy. 
Uh, I think it could have been shorter. I could have honestly probably went without the last three tracks. You're wild, dude. <laughs> you know, yeah. What? <laughs> Don't play around, do better and far? Oh my God. At that point, and maybe it was just listener fatigue because after a while, it's like, okay. And I like the fact that he's stuck with the same producers. Some people might think that's a criticism. No. But I feel hey, like if you have listen. chemistry, you should keep it going. Weezy, Weezy can make all of us into rappers. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. Weezy and Turbo. Yeah, four. Turbo. Let's start a let's start a rap group and let's find a way to reach out to Weezy and Turbo and just start sitting in line, just start seeing stuff. And then it's going you know how they be breaking down, it's gonna catch on and then give us two years. I mean he he could, man. He could. He he could make anybody hot with his beats. What? Uh and I I wish that. Uh, for example, Future, for example, like if he kept working with Southside and Metro Boomin, I think his sound would be a lot better right now than what it is. I think when he started changing producers and working with more people, I think he kind of fell off in my eyes. But I appreciate the fact that Gunna knows he makes his best music with Wheezy and Turbo and sticks with them and rides so with them. If, do y'all listen to Ian Dior? or whatever his name is. Yeah. Um. So if you listen to the song Prospect, Weezy made that beat. And if you listen to that song, it's Prospect featuring Lil Baby. That song is insane. And the beat is insane. Yeah, no, I love that song. <laughs> and I don't know who this, the Ian Dior dude, I've never listened to this man in my life. But do I have this song? 100%. <laughs> Weezy's super talented, man. I, I think he's probably top, if not the hottest producer in the game, at least top three right now. So like, first I thought it was Pierre. Yeah. You know, Cardi's beats be crazy too. Yes. And then Another 40 person. with Drake. 40 ain't never messed up Drake beats. Ever. <laughs> never will. <laughs> never will. I can have an argument with somebody all day and they tell me Drake isn't their favorite rapper right now. I, I want to know why. Oh, favorite I, rapper. Should we hmm. say that? <laughs> I, I mean, screw it. I think we're done. Okay, so to wrap up the album talk, I I, I would side with Figgy. I'll give it a nine. Um, yeah. I, I, I respect. She gonna say oh, like man. a seven. I was gonna say like a seven, <laughs> but I gotta live with it a little more. I'm gonna give it a seven. I'll first Respectable. Even though I've heard that he sounds the same thing, and I like, I just ask people like, yo, if like if your haircut is a ball fade, and you and you ain't never missed with a ball fade. You gonna go to a mohawk? <laughs> <laughs> your hair color that you ball, Ryan. You gonna start trying to grow a patch of hair in your head? Nah, <laughs> nah I'm past that, man. <laughs> Can't happen. <laughs> so I'm like, why? Why stop? I give it up to Charles, man. At least he. I mean, I know I can be biased. He's biased, but at least he's fair. He's very fair. Yeah. He, he and I have so my hard. reasons for why I'm biased. Like, I ain't just gonna be like, oh, he's better. Why? I don't know. He's better. Like, you know, some people <laughs> like that. Like, I literally can break it down to you why I feel like this man. So then another thing, my friends, right? They're like, how long do you think Gunner is gonna last in the rap game? Mm. Mm. You're asking us or, or how? Yeah, how, I'm asking how I'm asking okay. Y'all. How long do I think Gunner's gonna last? Um, as long as the Atlanta song sound is hot, which has been for the past what ten years or so, 
Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if he stays focused and keeps dropping hot music, I don't see why he can't go until like he's what, like 24, 25? He's young. He's he, he, in the song, see, if you listen to Far in the song, he said that he was born in 1993. So he's okay. like 26 or 27. Okay. So he, he's, he's kind of up there. But I mean, like I said, I think he's talented. I think he could go easily on a, another five year run, if not more. And I didn't I mean, know as long that he stays consistent. Though. I didn't know he was like, I didn't know it was 1993. And that sucks for calling 26 old now and 27 old. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel like, wow. I feel like, how old are the Migos? People were like, the Migos are like OGs now. Like, how, how yeah. old are Migos? Migos got to be. younger than me. Wait, really? I Who? Think- Quavo is like twenty five. Like yeah. 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 That is cool. Dang, that really sucks. <laughs> he just called me old. <laughs> no, 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 wait a minute, Jazz, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, Quavo, it's Quavo 29. is twenty nine years old. Oh, he what? is. Yeah. Okay, so he's that makes almost thirty. Okay. I think all the Migos are either thirty Ooh. or approaching thirty. Okay, cool. So they've been around yeah, for they, a minute. Yeah, they are. Though. They don't act like it. They've been around for, since like what two thousand eleven. Yeah, they've been around, they've been for, around a for a minute. And Migos ain't they ain't dropped the ball yet. You don't I, think I disagree. So? I disagree too. Culture two is whack. I didn't like culture two at all. No, I, look, I, let, me, let me go look at the songs of culture. Look, two. I would say this. <laughs> I feel I feel like Migos lasted longer than we all thought. Because we thought they was gonna be around for a couple years and that's it. But they lasted a long time. <laughs> Y'all really thought that? Let me ask you this. Do you think offset getting out of jail helped the Migos longevity? Yeah, I do. Offset, oh, 100%. Is, yeah. Culture because, too. Think about it. Bad and Bougie was Offset's song. That was like his breakout song after he got out of jail. That was his, like, welcome back to the world. And then you didn't like Culture 2? I didn't like Culture 2. Uh, what? Yeah, I, maybe I got to look at the track list, too, but <laughs> I don't go back to any of those songs, man. And I, I, I'm a pretty decent Migo stand. You know? Do you like, do you like Rax, uh, Rax Too Skinny, Taco Tuesday, and... um. What's the other new song they put out? I hate Taco Tuesday based off the name alone. Like, you ain't got to call a song Taco Tuesday, man. Come on. Did, did LeBron executive produce oh. that song? Like, <laughs> Now, Culture 2 oh. has Stir Fry Narcos was dope. I get it. Narcos yeah, was like dope. Narcos. Narcos stir- was a great song. Stir Fry. I like Stir Fry. Stir Fry was good. Walking like I talk it. Culture 2 was just too long, man. That's the Superstar, thing. It was too many Narcos. Yeah. Walking like I talk it. Uh, Motorsport. Yeah, motorsport, um, Damn, made man. men, top down to the north. All right, I don't it even remember right. these songs, man. I gotta, I gotta be. I don't remember these songs. Maybe I'll go you, back and enjoy it more. But emoji a chain. That that was a good one. That was a good one. But most of those songs, man, I don't even remember them, dog. It, it was listen to it and. I mean, another they, case of people sound the same on the they, same. I mean, song, they did so. have three songs on there that been pl- in rotation for a minute, though. Yeah. So I would. Yeah, walking like and I told you. The only thing like, I didn't like is the song with, with Young Boy. Like, if it's not because of Migos, I would delete it off my music playlist. <laughs> <laughs> you like NBA Young Boy? Oh my, I, NBA Young Boy. If I had to give y'all top five, NBA Young Boy might be five and a half. Okay. Just okay. Like, yeah. I, I like this energy. We need to get more people in my in my generation on this thing, so <laughs> so they can understand where I'm coming from. Right you like NBA Youngboy? <laughs> yes, I do. I like him, smart. but I'm learning to like. I'm liking him now. Like I think he's smarter than the public thinks. 
definitely, I think smarter. he's definitely way smarter than than the public is giving him credit for, or or he's making us think. He just does things that like you're like why? Yeah, and I think he's smart though. Like I think he, I think it, it's, it's some of it's strategic. Y'all like Rod Wave? Ah, he's all right. A lot of people I, in I, Dallas I, love him. I love, but I fought with Rod Wave so tough. Really. <laughs> His, his album that he drops, uh, that was on repeat for a long. Still is, but because of Gunna, nobody's album is gonna be on repeat. But <laughs> before Gunna, I was listening to Rodway. Yeah, I um, I have him in my music to listen to. I've heard like they playing a couple of tracks right now on the radio out here. But um, I know yeah, you got the one with Lil Dirk. What's the one with Lil Dirk? Where you saying I wear my heart on my sleeve? Um, I forgot the name of that joint. Are you talking about the one with Kevin Gates? Uh, no, I think it's Lil Dirk. If I'm not mistaken, let me check. How you feel about Baby uh, King? Hard on Ice. Yeah, yeah, Hard on Ice, yeah. I fuck with it. I fuck with Lil Dirk tough, too. His new album was hard. Okay, okay. So we were talking before the podcast, and you were talking about uh, how much you're you're a fan of Biggie. And I thought that was really impressive being that you're very young and, and you, I think you were born the year that Biggie died. So a lot of newer cats we, we realized don't really go back and appreciate the legends of the game. Um, it took me a while to get on that legend on that wave too, because when I was younger, I didn't appreciate LL Cool J or nobody like that that came before when I was listening to rap. So yeah. I, I am interested to know, like what is your top five of all time uh, in, in no particular order? But who who would you say is your top five of all time rap wise? No particular order. Yeah. Or you all can right. go whichever. If you want to go in order, you can. It would be hard to actual order. It would be hard to put in order. But um, I would say Biggie, Drake. Oh man. I know people when they hear when they, when they're about to hear the name that I dropped, they're like, "Oh, he's young." But <laughs> I can only go off who I've heard, honestly. Okay. Um, so Biggie Drake. Um, I'm sorry, I put Gunna in there. Okay. Um, Future, because of his longevity, I can't put the younger dudes in because Future is 36. He's been doing this for a long time. You like Future's last project that he just dropped? Yes. Um, movie number five, Thug. Okay. And then I I gotta give like Baby and and Roddy Rich and Roddy, I gotta give those like them more time to like do more. So those five right there, that's it for me. <laughs> I respect that. Uh, as a Jay Z stand, I'm a little salty you didn't put Hove up there. I but... don't like Jay Z at all. Whoa! Oh, oh, hot take! Oh, hot take! So okay. <laughs> I got to get your perspective now. What do you not like about Ho? I think he just be just talking, bro. Like, <laughs> like, I just think he just talks and like, I don't like his voice. <laughs> like, he talks about like, I know his music is like mentality and like stuff like that. I like Nipsey. I wish I listened okay. to Nipsey more before he died, but I, I rock, I fought with Nipsey hard. Like, but he, I mean, I think Nipsey's better than Jay Z, cause they they try and talk, they talk the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like they talk business, they talk level enough, they talk sometimes they put speech in there. Same concept. Like, Jay Z, I, I do not like Kanye West. 
Jay Z, I don't know, his voice get just nah. And like, I just can't get into it. Like, it's literally like he's just talking. And like, when somebody's just talking, I need it to be like something I'm like, and it's not that. Drake, when, Drake sometimes be on the beat just talking. It's, so, it's, it's like, dang, I relate with that. Jay Z, yeah. it's like, nah, bro. It's not it. You think it's a oh. generation who got more so than anything? No, because my 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 homeboys like Jay Z, and like I have my I have these conversations with my agent and my trainer, and they're like, <laughs> I'm flipping, but like I, I don't like Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> I too don't. Like I have one I have one song. Um, I have one song with Jay Z, and. Let me, let me pull it up. I gotta pull it up. And why? Like, and honestly, Drake stole his beat. Oh, um, you're talking about "Song Cry." Yeah, that yeah. song. I like it. Oh yeah, I like that song. It's a classic. Yeah, I like that song. But like, um, other than that, bro, it's a no go for me. Oh man. Now I can understand if you've been listening to like his newer work. Because like on 4:44, he is kind of just talking over the beats. He he changed up the style to be more unconventional. But I don't know, man. Maybe we got to sit down one day, and I I can I can talk you through why he's the greatest rapper of all time, <laughs> man. We can play some certain songs, and we can really go through it. But uh, I, I I I respect the opinion, man. And to be honest, it took me a while to get on the Jay Z. I didn't mm-hmm. really become a Jay Z fan until probably my early to mid twenties. Yeah. But uh, nah, I think personally, <laughs> I feel like flow wise, content wise, I, I think if he's not the best, he's at least top three. But I respect the opinion, man. I, I feel where you're coming from, and you gonna respect the uh, the younger generation this, more. This like put, uh, this like Paul Pierce putting uh, taking LeBron out the top five, not naming them top five. Paul, bro, don't even don't even talk about Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is <laughs> <laughs> but wait. I, See, I okay, Paul Pierce is tripping, but and we can transition this into the Michael Jordan discussion as well, because of course that documentary just ended, a ten part documentary. I, I thought it was pretty good, um, but the, the, the thing about Paul Pierce, and and the thing about a lot of people like LeBron is playing against right now, they're not really going to say LeBron's the greatest of all time, because they see him as a peer, or right. a, a a person they're trying to beat. Same thing but with Michael back Jordan. In the day, back in the day, um, uh, Magic and Bird, they were all recognized Jordan as like, yo. Remember, if you watch the documentary, they said it. They were like, when they had the scrimmages um, with each other, like on some like practice stuff, they'd be like, yo, this he's he's it, bro. Like, why? I don't understand. Like, Paul, P- Paul Pierce is a hater, bro. Paul yeah. Pierce is just it's, mad that LeBron <laughs> took him out of the playoffs. Every time they met, yeah, it's clear uh, that's, not, that's not. That's not. I mean, he was but, on the Celtics. They beat but, LeBron. But see, it's, the heat, but see, so. it's clearly some beef, though. You're right, you're right, you're right. But I, I it's some beef I'm between still them. Stand on that, Paul Pierce is a hater. Yeah, it, it was some beef between them. That's why Paul Pierce refused to put him in there. And honestly, I'm not really mad at his list because if you ask an older person, they probably had that same list too. But for the simple fact that he he always had a problem with LeBron from the beginning. And then um, we heard the story of him. Uh, I think he, I guess he spit it. He spit towards the um, the bench. Remember that? 
Yeah, Ooh. I heard that story. Paul Pierce? Paul Pierce, yeah. yeah. That just uh Kendra Perkins said that um Paul Pierce spit at the Cavs bench at one point. I think it was like 04 or something like that. So it always been tension. So it, yeah, this don't even surprise me Paul Pierce did this, but he I don't know, he just coming across as a hater. I I think so. 100%, bro. Like sorry he's better than you. Y'all see the video of Paul Pierce when he tried to dunk in high school? Oh man, oh, come on. <laughs> what did he miss the dunk? He, he can't even jump yeah. for a jumper. Look, look, see, Paul Pierce is a hater, but let's not act like he wasn't a great NBA player, man. Come on. No, now. Paul Pierce was Paul Pierce was he was he was good. He was clutch. You know what I'm saying? Like he had that same trot down and forth. You know, when Paul Pierce <laughs> make a big shot, Paul Pierce gonna run back out of the court the same way. He was good, bro. But like, yo, like him and LeBron not even on the same like stratosphere. I, I agree with that. But like, if, you, if you're making a top 50 list, you you know what I'm saying? Like, Paul Pierce will be know. top 50. Come on, man. He'll be top 50. Probably. All time. You're older than all, me. All time. All time. Top 50. All time. I, <laughs> I can't. I don't know. I could name 20, 30, you, you see, maybe 40 players better than Paul see, Pierce. I don't know if I can no, name 50 players no, you better see, than Paul Pierce. No, you see, Scotty barely made the top 50 list. Remember when they did that top 50 list? But Paul, Paul Pierce did more than Scottie Pippen in his career. Let, let's be real. Man. What? You think so? He did. I, I don't have the stats on him. I'm not a stat nerd, but I do remember when Paul Pierce was on the Celtics by himself, carrying a load like he did had they go to. to the playoffs. I believe so. Yeah. He was it was a long time ago. He, like, he maybe really, I'm wrong. He really wasn't Listen, getting nowhere bro, though. I I have to give LeBron the utmost respect because in 07. He took that Cavs team to the finals by himself. Even that, though they got yeah. swept. That, that Cavs team was dude, man. Who has done that? <laughs> RP to Kobe. Kobe ain't did it. MJ yeah. didn't do it. Magic ain't do it. Isaiah ain't do it. Can we keep going? Curry ain't do it. <laughs> <laughs> the only person that ever really did it was my man Dirk. And I was low-key pissed that the Mavs won, but happy at the same time. That wow. final But The only man that really did it was Dirk. And you from Texas too, man. You're supposed to root for the Texas team, bro. bro. Come on, man. You LeBron, play. I don't know, bro. I just love LeBron attitude. I love how he makes his teammates better. And bro, when that man is in his own, bro, it's just different. And I love watching it. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> so in that case, man, let's get your take on the actual MJ documentary, man. Because uh uh, it's been interesting. Like I, I'm 33, so I, I lived through this a lot of it, and a lot of the stuff. I, even if I don't remember it very vividly, you know, I read on it. I saw other documentaries, so it wasn't a whole lot new to me. But it is interesting to see like the newer athletes and the newer younger generation, and see what their take is on uh, Michael Jordan and how he played. And I've seen some people respect it, and some people say, you know, he couldn't do this today, and he's not better than LeBron. So, I mean, I Charles, what was your take on seeing this documentary? Were you, did you have a new perspective on Michael Jordan that you didn't have before after seeing it? Yeah, because I mean, I every time you know, I'm 22, so I, I didn't, I don't remember seeing any Michael Jordan. Yeah, I never, I just seen the highlights and I just hear, like, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like you're force fed to be like, yeah, Michael Jordan the best. At my, my, my generation, like, if you're born in like from 95 on or whatever you don't remember anything about them so you're almost forced to be like yeah he's the best but like if you really like you sit here on a, group, a table of people and like you have to talk about 
can really give you anything on it. So how can I really say he's the best? So that's the only reason why. That's the only reason why I say LeBron's the best that I've ever seen all time. Because okay. that's what I've seen. But like my perspective on Jordan definitely was like, bro, this man was a warrior. This man was a. He was the. If you want to put the head title of winning, that's him at all costs. And like I, I, I like that because me, even though like I'm still working my way up in the league, but like. I feel that same way. Like it's winning at all costs, and if I lose, like I don't take losing good at all. Like at all, I I hate it. I've had to like temper down how I feel about losing, and I have to temper. And like Jordan was selfish too. Like Jordan wanted to be that guy. Like Jordan wanted to be the dude. And like again, like like I said, I'm still making my ways. You know what I'm saying in Houston and in the league. So I can't I can't just stick my chest out like how Jordan tried to. But like I have that same like vision. Like, I want to be that guy. I want to be that dude recognized. I want to be that guy that gets the, the game-winning sack. Or like, so, you know what I'm saying? And when he would win and how, like, happy he was and jubilated he was, it's like, yo, I can respect that 100%. And he had – he did his thing. Like, Jordan was a perfect dude and nobody is. But he did his thing out off the court. But when he got on the court, he went dumb. He went crazy. And I can respect that because I'm like, yo – if you do whatever you want to do off the field, bro, but as long as you, as long as it's not getting you in trouble and you come in and you perform, respect to you. Only thing I don't like is people say it's not true, but he would like, if a guy had a bad game, he wouldn't let him eat. Yeah. Like, bro, you're a grown man. How are you going to tell somebody <laughs> you can't eat? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, nah, you can't do that, bro. But that's the, only, that's the only thing that, like, I was like, yeah, he kind of left on that one. And, like, talking, maybe, you know what I'm saying? You can talk crazy, but, like, I don't know how crazy he was talking to his teammates. You know what I'm saying? I might not always like, respect that, but you can always push them. I like, I want, like, I want my teammates to push me, but like, bro, you can do better than like, what are you doing? Like stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Cause it, it makes you want to be better. But like, the only thing that went left with me is like, oh, he didn't let his guys eat, which is like, that's really weird. And that would not fly now. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna ask you about that too. How would you act if you had somebody like that as a teammate? <laughs> Um, I think most people would, and the thing about Jordan, I think he knew he, who he could get away with that with, you know, because he didn't test everybody like that. The, the guy he didn't let eat on the plane was Horace Grant. And Horace came back and said, you know, it would like, I, I fought with him a little bit. He didn't just punk me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Scott Burrell was a natural kind of nice guy. So he knew he could go at Scott and Scott wouldn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing I think he thought with Steve Kerr until Steve Kerr punched him back you know he yeah. saw, he looked at this dude he's like okay he's soft I could talk however I want and, and get yeah. away with it yeah. but certain people he knew he wouldn't talk to Scotty like that he wouldn't talk to Charles Oakley like that he wouldn't talk to people who he knew would hit him back mm-hmm. if he, he came hard at that so I, I think he knew who he could get away with talking slick and, and, and crazy too yeah but uh, so now that the documentary is finished, uh, Figgy and Jasmine, what did y'all think about the whole thing? I know we've been going back and forth about how the whole thing has been, but it's officially over now. Yeah. What did y'all think about the entire documentary and how you feel about Michael Jordan now? Uh, I liked it. I enjoyed it. My Still, my only complaint was the timeline. And again, I think kind of bringing with Charles, like I didn't grow up during that era. Well, I was young during his time, so I didn't get to experience all of that. So it was really hard going back and forth with the timeline and being able to keep up with what exactly was going on, you know, um, with them highlighting the doc- in, in the documentary. But 
I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, I didn't think Jordan – I mean, I thought Jordan was a dick, but I didn't think it was anything um, out of the That's ordinary, like, I guess. Like, yeah, like, I didn't think it was anything out of the ordinary or anything that I didn't already know about him personally. Um, I do think it does speak volumes to, like, the LeBrons and, you know, certain people now that can still – keep their team in check or, or, or lead their team without having to act like a, a dick to everybody. So I think that does speak volumes to how you can still accomplish the same things without being so ugly to people. But at the same time, a lot of his teammates still, like y'all said, respected that they knew what was going on. But I enjoyed it. Me and Ash, we did not fit. We still have a little bit more in the last episode to go. But overall, I thought it was a good job. Um, the time, uh, just like the timing, you know, obviously. I agree the timeline was a little confusing especially toward the end because you're having the current jazz series versus the uh the bulls and then you're going back a year before when they played them again and it was kind of confusing there because you're jumping back and forth and they're playing the same team basically so uh, I agree with the timeline, especially towards the end. It was a little, a little bit jumpy and confusing, especially if you didn't really know what's going on. But Figgy, what's your take on it, man? Um, I'm, I'm kind of glad it's over. <laughs> it was, it was a long what five weeks? Was it about five <laughs> weeks? I forgot. Glad it's over. Yeah, I'm, I'm just glad it's over, man. I'm, I'm tired of the timeline going back and forth about LeBron Jordan and people bringing up stats to make their argument look better and all this other stuff. I, I just hate the. I mean, I feel like Jordan is the greatest player, but we don't need no LeBron slander. Like, what LeBron is doing right now is great. He's in his 17th year and still playing at the MVP level. So I, I, I just hate the whole slander of LeBron. And um, Fig, how old are you? Uh, I'm 31. Were you able to watch Jordan and remember? I watched the last his last season, so that last um, – NBA Finals when when they play Utah. So that's the part I remember. I, I remember the shoes and stuff like that. But yeah, that's um that's pretty much the most I saw from Jordan. I don't know. I just I feel like people are forced to say Jordan's the best. Yeah, I think I think what it is, like my personal opinion, um, I feel like LeBron is the better athlete. Like what he's doing, I think is insane and nobody never seen that before. But the way Jordan won, I think, make him the best. And and to me, I, I don't know if y'all want to hear a hot take about this, but I feel like if Jordan never retired and played like Kobe years, I feel like he, uh, we wouldn't be, we probably wouldn't be saying this because he would have lost some finals, he would have lost some, some um, playoff games and all that stuff. But I think a lot of it people took him seven years to get to one. Yeah, but yeah. And, and see, I feel like uh, and a lot of, he want, he sits. Everybody like to throw out the six and zero in the finals, but he would have eventually lost one. I don't think he would have. Uh, I don't think he would have won four in a row at any point of his career. It took Le, it took LeBron four years to get his first one. It took Jordan seven. Uh, but go, I, I don't know, man. The, those Bulls teams pre Scotty were trash, dog. So I can't hold that all against Jordan. Jordan was doing all he could. You know, were the the teams that the LeBron had were they good? <laughs> who who was good in the East at that time? 
and, like he he got swept by the Spurs, who were the best team in the NBA. So no <laughs> no fault there. But who was he going against? The Pistons, I guess. At the time the who, Pistons was pretty okay, good. But that was the number nah, one team in the East. Okay, just okay. This man had this man had Gip, number one Gibson, the point guard. Um, Algowskis or whatever his name yeah, is yeah, number eleven. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, bro. Let me was, show. He, let he me was, show y'all the. He uh, wasn't driving and kicking to 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 Ray Allen and to Miller and Wade and like you know what I'm saying, like Trom Chambers, like Kyrie. He wasn't. <laughs> hey, look at look at this. Tournament. Look who he um had in the um finals. It was LeBron. He had Zadrunas Ogalskis, Drew Gutton, <laughs> Larry Hughes. <laughs> Sasha Poplovich, Booby Gibson. Sasha was good though. Played for the Lakers too, man. Sasha Poplovich. Yeah, Pop he was it. all right. Pop Sasha. <laughs> then go go to then go to the Spurs. The, 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 the Spurs team. Yeah, the Spurs killed him. We know. Yeah. The, no, people like to hold this against LeBron. It's, look at the look at the points. He averaged twenty five <laughs> points, eight and eight. The next, Mind you, then LeBron go to six, seven straight. What, how many finals did he go to straight? About seven Something straight. like that. Yeah, he yeah. ran through the East, man. He ran through the East. So, and that's the thing. And that's what that's why I agree with Figgy about this whole thing. I, I I like the documentary, but I'm glad it's over because these debates get old, man. And there's no winning unless they play each other in their prime. We'll never know who was better. You know, that's the truth of it. So all it is is you're comparing eras, and it I guess a to be a dicey conversation, man, because there's nothing you can prove. You can always go to the six and zero, but like like uh, Figgy said, I do feel like if he kept playing and didn't retire, he would have lost one. He got. And then do we hold that? Like, is it? Do you do you weigh losing in the finals more than losing before and not making the playoffs? So that's the whole thing, man. I think think Jordan retired at the right time, though. He did. Yeah, because he he doesn't think so. He yeah, he won his three straight. He retired, you know, due to his dad and all this other stuff. Played baseball. Came back one, um, I think, uh, what year was it? After the Rockets won uh, twice in a row. He yeah. won those three and retired. So imagine if he kept playing. Um, because Kobe, he kept playing for a long time too. And towards mm-hmm. the end, people were saying he was sorry and all this other stuff. People ain't really like watching him because he wasn't as good as he used to be and all this other stuff. Jordan ain't really have that. He got out at the right time. So we don't have the uh, we we got the uh, Washington Wizards Jordan, but people don't really count that. <laughs> yeah, and that didn't count either. And yeah. the thing is, and that's another thing we learned after this documentary that Jordan wanted to keep playing another year after that last dance. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the uh, owner Jerry Reinsdorf um, offered Phil Jackson another year, and Phil Jackson declined it. Um, and Jordan thinks if he could have rounded everybody else up, they could have won at least another championship. I don't know if they would. I think they were gassed after that last one, but Jordan thinks they could have won it. And I respect the fact that, uh, he wanted to go out. Like, even if he lost, he wanted to go out losing just so he knows for sure. Like, okay, my time is up. Mm. It's hard to quit when you're winning and on top because you always wonder, (laughs) did I have more in the tank? Could I have done it one more time? Yeah. So I, I I understand that uh, the document. So yeah, the documentary itself, man, I thought it was very good. I don't think it's the best documentary of all time, like people were talking about after it ended. But I thought it was very good, very well produced. 
Um, I'm just tired of the debates, man. We need sports back. We need current NBA stuff back so we can talk about the here and now Wait, and I, not what happened I, 20 years ago. I got I to ask y'all this. Do, are y'all buying that piece of story? Oh, oh yeah. So apparently the truth of uh, the, the, flu Michael, the Michael Jordan flu game is he was saying he was poisoned by a pizza <laughs> after eating a pizza. Uh, apparently the pizza had shrimp on it. So I, I don't know what, what, okay. I, I don't think they intentionally poisoned him, but I don't know what human being gets a shrimp pizza from Utah yeah. and eats the whole thing. But, but see that, um, I guess they had the pizza guy who, who made the pizza on the, uh, on some radio station in Utah. Yeah. But, with Mark Ryan. Yeah. He said, he said he didn't put, it was just the pepperoni pizza. I was I, pepperoni. Yeah. I ain't hear nothing about shrimp. Michael Jordan was probably drunk, at least a little <laughs> bit. That, that's how I feel, man. <laughs> at least a, a little bit hungover. It, it maybe maybe it was a mix of what he ate and what he drank. But yeah. knowing how Michael Jordan would get it in, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know if I buy that. It was just. Can you cool. imagine the the parties after they after they won their NBA championship? Oh man, <laughs> with that with those players. Oh. <laughs> They're lucky they ain't have Twitter or Facebook around at that time, man, because it would have been a whole lot, a whole lot going Super on. Lucky. <laughs> Dennis, him. No. Oh, man. I'm sure they were wild, man. It still trips me out the fact that, you know, he was openly like smoking and drinking. Like after the game, he had beers. Yeah. yeah, he was drinking beers after games. He said he got to have a beer, a beer, I'm like, and, uh, Gatorade. A beer and That's, Gatorade. Kind of mixture no, he that. Ra- he'd rather have a beer oh. than a Gatorade. Yeah. That's terrible. Beer is like the most unhealthy. Like if you want to drink, you can drink, but having all them, yeah, I, I don't know how he did it. How he drank beer after a game, like he he was working a nine to five shift or something, <laughs> and just cracked <laughs> open a beer. And then he got he got he, then he got his smoke break in. Yeah. <laughs> Always with a cigar, man. And that's the thing. At first, I thought he only smoked cigars after championships. He smoked them all the time, dog. Yeah. Well, like every like day. That's what why was that? That's why his eye little thing is yellow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that theory that it was a cigar smoke that made his eyes yellow. I think it was actually some kind of medical condition somebody said on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know, man. He He was heavily... I think he actually messed up his finger cutting a cigar too. And that's why it's kind of tilted and messed mm-hmm. up. So man. yeah, like, like we said, man, good documentary, yeah. but uh, a you, little tired of debates. Let, let's get back to current sports. Wait, let's bring wait, back was, the NBA. Wait, I was about to and, say, and how, let's actually, how you feel about Dennis Rodman leaving the uh, NBA finals to go wrestle? Very, very, very <laughs> that, wild. That was hilarious, man. Very wild. <laughs> Because I re- I remember that somewhat happening, but I ain't realized it was during the NBA Finals. Yeah, he missed practice to go <laughs> fight with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it's really crazy how they kind of just let Dennis Rodman do whatever he wanted. Yeah, you know, they let him go to Ve- was it Vegas? He went to, Vegas, he went to yeah. Vegas in the middle of the season, mm-hmm. and then he went to go wrestle. And, and yeah, that definitely would like I do remember that, but like Figgy, I don't remember that happening during the finals. That's crazy, man. Yeah, if this happened now, man, they will probably cut him. <laughs> or they oh, probably yeah. wouldn't even play him. Like finals the, or not. <laughs> the 
The only comparison I can think of to this day would be Rob Gronkowski, how he's always out and about. But even he don't do that during the season. Yeah, he don't miss no. You know, he at least waits like till the off season to go crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, that 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 was wild, man. I'm really surprised that that wasn't. I guess it was a big deal back then. But looking back, like imagine if LeBron showed up on WWE. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of a playoff practice. series. Yeah. yeah everybody would Pissed. kill him. <laughs> so uh uh yeah good 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 documentary but we we i think this finally puts a cap on the jordan legacy now we've seen everything and, and we can kind of move forward and make new legends like james Harden. yeah and and, and finally be uh, done just, with just wait till the, lebron uh, doc come out just wait till <laughs> lebron 10 part do, series. do you think lebron could have a 10 part documentary I probably so. at this point I think so. I think he did he a lot. Yeah. yeah. And on top of they could get into all the stuff he do off the off the court alone. They could they could probably do a good series or two on him before the NBA. So yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely I thought it. the documentary on his high school team was good. So Yeah, that's a documentary. The whole thing itself. with Dan Gilbert. Yeah. hmm I, I, I just don't like and here's the thing I gotta criticize LeBron for. <laughs> Uh, a look the 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 whole I got to do it too thing because I'm sure he's gonna do a ten part documentary just because Jordan did it, oh, yeah. and just like he did Space Jam too because Jordan <laughs> did it. I don't like this stuff, man. Like like make your own thing. I don't like the Space Jam too. I, I but Jordan like- was kind of equally doing the same things as far as like he's like, well, Magic was in there, Larry Bird was in there. I got to be in there too. Like so, I, I it's kind of the same. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess they made it. They made it big to do other things outside of sports, but yeah. I, I don't know, his, man. I just his, the, the his, Space Jam two thing still bothers me. His, like, you can make folk, another movie, dog. His, you ain't got to make a sequel to his focus, Warner Brothers shit. No, nah, so. his focus on the Astros documentary. No. Oh man, that's a whole other <laughs> <laughs> sign language that it's too soon to have a a, a documentary. Way too on soon, that, man. I can't yeah. believe that's happening. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so we could chop it up about some current topics in the hip hop world real quick. Um, anything big going on? Oh yeah, we got we got something this real quick. So, uh, Charles, we got some audio of you and Jalen Ramsey like going back and forth, like capping on each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's y'all, y'all relationship like? And, and do y'all do that on a daily, or or <laughs> how does that go? <laughs> nah, um, Jalen, my dog, bro, like. Uh, Jalen's funny. We kind of, we just like, anytime we see each other or like on social media or whatever, it just, it's automatic. Like just kind of rip session just to get the, get set the mood right, get the vibes right. <laughs> it's like a thing that just gotta happen. But no, Jalen's my dude. Funny, funny dude, bro. Um, and I mean, like I said, he was my agent too. So it was always the vibe, bro. Like, okay. we all cool so like that. <laughs> Okay, yeah. play the audio real quick, Vic. We got to hear right. that real quick. All right, this is Jalen Ramsey clowning on you right here. <laughs> hey, y'all, look at this ugly. This man is top three ugly <laughs> in the NFL. And I got to play your comeback too, man. You was talking about his teeth. <laughs> smile, smile, smile. No, smile, 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 smile. And all that money man got can't fix that. Yeah. <laughs> you need them. Hey, y'all got space the space ass boy. 
Huh? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, dude. Yeah. Does Jalen actually have messed up teeth? I haven't seen his teeth before, man. Like, are they okay? I ain't going to speak on that. Leave the fifth, okay. <laughs> we had to play that real quick, Mel, man, because that, that was really funny. <laughs> we, we usually talk about a little bit about shows and movies, too. Charles, have you been watching anything in a quarantine? Man, have you got put onto any new shows or movies or anything like that? Lately, really, bro. The only show I really watched was the Jordan documentary. Okay. Out of space? Oh, uh, is that no? Out of mind? Out of mind? Or what's the name of it? I think it's Out of Mind. Hmm. Something like that. It's on Netflix. Okay. But other than that, I've been mean, just work out, play the game, chill, repeat, man. That's why I'm I'm ready to get back to work. Okay. Like. <laughs> Have more things to do and more less time on my hands. What you said, Fortnite. What else do you play? Madden, Fortnite, Madden. Okay. And then two K, but I don't play two K online because I don't like how two K is. It's cheesy. Yeah. One of our loyal listeners, Cal, he actually has a podcast himself. He goes in our comments asking if you play any Madden. If I can play him in Madden. Yes. If he can, if he has PS Four, he can go ahead and drop his. His okay. name and and loons, yeah, <laughs> and loons. <laughs> oh, oh, shoot! I got might as well ask this: Who who's the best in Madden on the team? I mean, from the guy that I've played on the team, um, you're looking at him. Oh, okay, you beat okay. everybody. Everybody that's played, everybody that's played me, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I've lost though. I have lost. I lost to Titus, um, <laughs> but I beat Titus more than he's beat me. No. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. As, all long, right. as long as you don't get yeah. upset like the Honey Badger got upset, man. Huh? He, remember, um, uh, Teron Matthew got upset when he lost, and I think he exited out of the game or something, and people was laughing at him on Twitter. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, I didn't know about that. <laughs> that was some kind of like event too, wasn't it? Wasn't it some some? I want to say it is. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. I, I forgot who he lost to. It might have been uh, Tyreek Hill. I forgot. Yeah, I think who it was it a was. teammate. Yeah, but um, I think he got pissed and just um, exited out of the game. <laughs> oh damn, man! Here's the thing, man. Sports games are a different kind of salty when you lose, dog, because. Yeah. I play all kind of games, man. I've been on Call of Duty and all that stuff. And I feel like when you lose in a sports game, you almost feel like it's not your fault. You know, it's the game that's tripping, not you. <laughs> so when you when you lose, it's a different type of pain you feel rather than other games where you're like, okay, I know I messed up there. But when you lose in sports games, man, especially like NBA 2K, dog, you feel like the game is cheating you sometimes, man. So They missing everything. <laughs> yeah, it's a different kind of yeah. pain when you lose at 2K or Madden. Dog. No, you know you, you lost. You know that. you lost. Are y'all the type of people up. that turn the game off when you when you lose? Yes, <laughs> yes. I will shut the game off. I've thrown controllers. I'm better now, but I used you to throw controllers, man. Yeah, I, I would get heated, dog. And it's like now, now I don't, I don't, because these, these things cost money. But yeah, I, I would get super heated. I stopped playing 2K for that reason. I felt like it was too. I just felt like I was being cheated. All the time when I lost, so that's why I quit playing 2K, man. That's but, uh, so hilarious to me, how guys get so <laughs> upset about the game, man. They be mad. <laughs> yeah, 
y'all understand, man, it's a different kind of pain when you lose in certain things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, we can go ahead and wrap this up now. Uh, we know everybody got things to do on this lovely Saturday morning. Well, mm-hmm. afternoon and not me, but Charles in particular. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so anything else y'all want to touch on real quick? Any other topics we could react to or y'all want to go ahead and wrap this thing up? Yeah, we can wrap it up. All right, all right. So, Charles, we usually ask our guests to plug, you know, whatever they got going on, their social media accounts and all that stuff. So, anything you want to plug on the podcast? Anything you got working? Um, I mean, I'll just tell y'all, follow me on Instagram. Um, let me get my ad name so I don't say the wrong name. Just forgetting. <laughs> oh. Follow me on Instagram at... Yeah, follow me on Instagram at, at C Omenihu. That's at C O M E N I H U. And then on Twitter, follow me at Charles with two S's underscore 94. Um, I appreciate y'all having me on. Uh, I appreciate all the listeners and everybody that joined. Um, I can't wait to get back on the field and, you know what I'm saying, and, and keep bumping that gunner wanna. <laughs> for sure man for sure yes sir once thank er- you for joining yeah. us again man yeah follow him to- on social yeah. media once everything get back to normal we got to have you in here so we can talk some more music for sure it's, as, long as, as long as it's that slap music then we good <laughs> as always we'll, we'll have a YSL special every time they drop a new album we'll, we'll try to for get sure. you on man <laughs> Uh, so Figgy and Jasmine, y'all got anything? Uh, Jasmine, I saw you post a new playlist, so go ahead and plug that. I did. I posted um, my quarter two playlist. So Charles, when you're working out, you know, like I do workout music for you, gonna be okay. on there. I ain't gonna lie to you, he's on there somewhere. So just listen. But um, yeah, a quarter two playlist is out, and I have another playlist that I'm gonna drop pretty soon. That um, I just wanted to give time for people to continue listening to the last one. So. That sure. and then, um, actually, it's really concerning. We need to do live, so mm. I will be doing that. Okay. I gotta get over my nerves, you know. Keep it posted, we'll be there for moral support. Thank you. So, keep us posted on your DJ set coming up. Figgy, what's going on with you, man? Uh, chilling, man. Just work, man. Um, I'm off Monday, so that's a good thing. That's the first time I've been off in a minute, but. That's it, man. I'm chilling. You got a new Figgy's World episode coming? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Okay. Okay, what yeah. you going to be doing on it? Um, I'm going to show you all how I do a drop. So uh, whenever I do the In The Loop show, I'm always um, coming up with different drops and stuff like that. I'm going to show you all how I actually make a drop. Okay. Behind the scenes type stuff. Okay. So I'm peeling back the curtain, man. I like it. I like For it. Sure. Yes, follow follow the podcast, of course, at Gems and Juice on all platforms. Please, you know, get it on Spotify, get it on iTunes, whatever you prefer. Thank you for checking us out on Facebook or on Twitter, whatever you listening in on. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. I need the Anita Baker, dog. Uh, we, need, we need the outro <laughs> music, outro. man. Yes. Gets me in a good mood on Saturdays. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I need my... Switched up a little bit. I hear you.
So thank you. Thank you for joining us. And special guest, uh, Charles Amena, who, like you said, hit him up on social media. Real nice, friendly dude. Really glad he joined us. Uh, that good work Figgy on getting that too. So good, great, great work by everybody, man. So appreciate y'all. Love y'all. <laughs> and stay tuned. Next week, we might have a special guest. We might not. Who knows? We, we, we going to keep surprising y'all. Yeah. in this in this quarantine era so we ain't, we ain't slacking on our macking or simping on our pimping <laughs> keeping it coming mm-hmm. so thank y'all for listening thank y'all for joining and we'll see you next week peace <laughs>